I was at church today. <laughs> oh, how'd that go? That was it was so whack, bro. It was wait on a Saturday. Yeah, no, you do you know I'm Seventh Day Adventist? Oh, okay, all right. No, so I, I go to church. That. I go to church on Saturday. Mm. Yeah, and they had like July Fourth Kit Kats, and I was like, <laughs> that this is the oddest thing ever. So they had like the normal Kit Kats, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, like a red one, and they had white Kit Kats, and okay. they had blueberry muffins. Oh, I heard about these. I I, I did not. So I like took like a whole bunch and I have like a bunch of Kit Kats and no one took the blueberry muffin. So I have like a bunch of, I have like a surplus of blueberry muffin Kit Kats. And have you tried any of them? I tried one and there's no wafer inside. And I'm like, why would I want a Kit Kat without a wafer? Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. Like that's the best part of the Kit Kat. Yeah. So I'm like thinking to myself, who's, out there buying blueberry muffin Kit Kats More and than not you having the wafer. Yeah, wait, do you, do you know anyone who purposely buys blueberry muffin Kit Kats? I don't, no, but they're out there. You you like milk, you like normal ones, right? Milk chocolate, red? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, those those people have good tastes. Indeed. So what are, you, what are your July 4th plans? I'm working um, the night of July 4th. I'll, I'll get off like relatively early. Like I'll probably get off anywhere in between 8 or 8.30, but I'm not, yeah. I don't think, I don't really think I have any plans. Yeah. So I have no plans either. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to go watch fireworks later tonight, but I'm also working the morning. Yeah. Of. I mean, I so might, that's... I might watch Nashville for the first time because I haven't seen oh. that. And I heard are that's you... a good July 4th movie. Are you a Robert, are you a fan of Robert Altman's other work? I don't think I've seen Robert Altman's other work. Yeah, I'm a. I've seen a player, and I've seen The Long Goodbye. So I'm kind of a fan of Robert Altman's work. I haven't watched. Yeah, see, I haven't seen either of those. What did you watch this week? I know you were out of town. Like not, I was in. I was in Georgia all week, so <laughs> I watched nothing. Like I think in between our last recording and now, the only thing that I've watched is obviously I watched Minions yesterday, and I rewatched Dumb and Dumber when I was sick, and then. Um, my friends, I sh- I finally showed my friends the Northman, and that's about it. Yeah, I also only watched three movies, uh, all new releases. I watched Citizen Ash, which was a documentary. Oh, right. About this tennis man named Ash, mm-hmm. and I watched it. And for my review, I wrote, I like tennis, which I do like tennis. Tennis is great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it, it gave a good context about what he's about. Yeah, I mean, um, it gave a pretty standard score for a documentary. Like, it did, it did the job it needed to do. Yeah. Then I watched Marcel the Shell. Mar- Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Dude, I'm so hyped for that movie. I'm so jealous that you got to see it this early. Yeah, no, I'm not even going to lie. I had a terrible day. I had, like, the worst day ever. Oh, I, I have, yeah, no, it's fine. But then I went to the theater and I watched Marcel the Shell. And it turned into like the best day ever. It it was such a great experience. It made me so happy. Yeah. This is one to look out for. Like, this might be a future podcast episode. I think you're gonna love it. And I have a lot to say about it. Dude, uh, I'm so ready. I need yeah. I like that's what I need. I need this movie like, right now. I don't know if we'll do it, but this might be a future podcast episode because wow. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite 60 minutes host? I don't really have one. Do you watch 60 Minutes on CBS? No, not really. No. I I used to grow up watching 60 Minutes. My mom would 
only tune in for the Anderson Cooper episodes. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people do that. Yeah. And I would always tune in for the Leslie Hall episodes. So whenever it would be Leslie Stoller or Anderson Cooper, we would uh, watch 60 Minutes together. And that was always a nice experience. And I always grew up loving Leslie Stahl. So I was glad to see the Leslie Stahl representation in Marcel. That's great. And I watched RRR, which RRR is worth Yeah, that. I've heard about oh, I've gosh. heard obviously a lot about this. Yeah, no. I, I like never believed the hype. But mm-hmm. oh my gosh, RRR is worth the hype. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. Uh, I can't describe how amazing this movie is i don't know why we can't have movies like this in america yeah i have never seen anything this this insane it's unreal it's it's an unreal movie it's a movie that you just would never expect to be as good as it is and it really is that good it's just it's so unabashedly just itself Mm -hmm. and i love that because like all these Hollywood movies, you never see something like this made in Hollywood. It's it's a shame. Yeah, no. And it's incredible. It's a, it's really incredible. So watch yeah. RRR when you get a chance. See, Sadly, because it, it is in my watch list, and I do really want to watch it. The thing is, though, is like with Bollywood films, because people have asked me to get into Bollywood for a pretty long time. Yeah. Like for the past two or three years now. And um. And I've tried, and I tried watching a movie called Bahubali. I tried watching that, and the thing is, with good movies like apparently that's a good movie, and then RRR, it's like I don't want to like, because I don't, I don't want to enjoy the movie less than I could, just because I'm not attuned to the sensibilities of of that of that film culture, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. But so, but I really I want to watch it by the end of the year because I've heard it's like actually like incredible it's like i don't even know what it's about or like what that even means but i've heard it's really good yeah did your sister win her chair chair leading competition oh um how did it I go didn't, I, I i i couldn't i had to come back the day before they did final awards so i actually don't know oh wow yeah but you know i'm looking into your room this is a crazy setup my gosh yeah it's like an iron man hand like in your wall yep i got like an iron man like corner over there a little bit like with a poster yeah i got a bookshelf and then we got a couch over here and the blu-rays oh my gosh wait what books i bought a lot of books this this all week as well oh like here like i got so I got like um, Little Women, like Divine Comedy. I got um, the Red Dunn Queen is mid. What? Oh my god, the Red Queen is mid. Oh, I read that yeah. in high school. Well, I, yeah, I read that in like middle school or something. And I have, but it's mostly just philosophy and classics. And then they got like. You have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have you watched the Have you watched the Netflix series? Yeah, that's why. That's also why I have Thirteen Reasons Why somewhere. Uh, I have 13 Reasons Why somewhere in here. Um, I don't know where, but I have 13 Reasons Why as well. And it's because but with both of those shows, I just watched them. And I, oh, and The Queen's Gambit, where I watched those shows and I was like, I want to see how the book compares. And I just did that. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, for those, for those of you that don't know, me and Gavin have insane book tastes. Gavin yes. is, like, is a fiction reader. 
and I'm like a nonfiction reader. Mm-hmm. So like I'm always telling Gavin, hey, so this is the book I'm reading right now. Right now I'm reading, actually I'm reading a historical fiction. Um, I'm reading Hillary Clinton fan fiction. Uh, it's a book what? called, yeah, no, I'm not even joking. It's a book called Rodham. Rodham and let, hold on, let me look up the author. And it's about like if Hillary Clinton never married Bill Clinton, how far would she have gone in her political career? Would she be president? And it's like the craziest thing ever so far. And there's like Hillary Clinton sexies. It's written by Curtis Steinfeld. Sittenfeld. It has a 3.8 out of 5 on Goodreads. And I am not enjoying it. Yeah, I don't know. Why would you like why? Like out of all the I, books I, in the in the in, in the history of literature that you could have read, and you were like, no, this is the one. Yeah, I know. So I was like, I was walking through Barnes and Noble and I when I this is how I go to Barnes and Noble. I go to the criteria section first. Mm-hmm. I leave the criteria section. I go to manga, and then I yep. go to new releases. Then I go to nonfiction, and I go and end off at uh, fiction. So I'd already picked up like a bunch of books, and I was looking at the fiction. I was like, "Rodam, is this about Hillary Clinton?" And I was like looking at the book, and I was like, "Why is it in the fiction section?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is about wait, it's Hillary... fan fiction." <laughs> this is if Hillary Clinton never married Bill Clinton, and I was like hold on this is uh whack but the book is kind of pointless yeah because well, essentially it's like like bill clinton is still like a central character in the book it's like they're still dating in the book and they're still having like relationships in the book it's so just it's what like, if she never married him what if she never married him yeah exactly okay so i'm like i mean what's the point i'm like yeah, that I'm seems like, really pointless I'm only like a hundred pages in. I think I'd been more happy if the book was like, "What if they never met?" Uh, yeah, that would be a lot more interesting. Yeah, but anyways, so it's fine. Uh, are you ready to get into it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's okay. Do it. Portrait. Portrait. All right. So we wanted to cover a, a Pride movie for Pride Month, and then but it's July. Yeah, but it's July. But it's July second, so I think we're fine. You know. Yeah. Give or take two days. Um. So we're going to talk about Portrait of a Lady on Fire, directed okay, by Celine Sciamma. Or Can Sciamma. I ask you a question? Yeah. What's your favorite LGBTQ plus IA movie? I said the plus before the IA. I don't know why uh, I said that. It might be, um, it might be Portrait, but let me see. It pro- It's probably Portrait, but... Fair, fair, fair. Looking through my... Looking through my five stars to see what we got in here. Yeah. Yeah, Portrait of Lady on Fire. Yeah. Do you know mine? Don't no cheating. Don't go on my letterbox. I'm not gonna go on your letterbox. See the phone? No, I'm putting it over here. Okay. Um I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to go down I know I I know because I know your best oh moonlight. You know it. You know it. You, you know it yeah. too well. Top three oh. is probably Moonlight, Carol, Portrait. Portrait would be three for me. Yeah, I would probably yeah. have almost yeah almost that same top three, like like very close. Where does would does do you did you give Carol a five? No, four a four and a half, but it's almost a five. Like I haven't yeah. seen it in probably, and I haven't seen it in at least like since I got Letterbox. It's like. If you see a movie like not logged, just rated on my letterbox, that means I haven't rewatched it since I got letterbox. Yeah. So it's just been like it's been three or four years since I've seen Carol. But if I rewatch it, like it'll probably be a five. It, it honestly. 
I'm telling you, we're gonna. I don't know. I like. I want to decide what movies we do for December because December we're gonna do all Christmas movies. But I don't. Yeah, know we can which do a whole ones. bunch of them. Like I don't know if we should do Carol or oh my gosh, Carol or Meet Me in Saint Louis or what 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 would be the best ones to do? Should we do Elf? Should we do Rudolph? There's so many Christmas movies, so many great ones as well. Yeah, I know. We will. I feel like we got to do Charlie Brown Christmas. You know, we got to uh, do that one. We should just do like one episode with like all the specials. It's like Charlie Brown yeah. Christmas, Grinch, Rudolph, like all the Rankin Bass ones. Like just like mm-hmm. include like specials, like five, ten movies uh, of like all of our favorite Christmas specials and yeah. like, actual movies itself. And that'll but make anyways, it a lot easier. Yeah. Let's just get straight into it. Portrait. You want to hit us with a synopsis, Gavin? Or should I do it this time? You've been doing the last few. Yeah, you can you can go ahead and do it. Okay. So essentially, there is a woman who's going to this deserted kind of isolated island to paint a portrait of a woman who's about to get married. Mm-hmm. While she goes there, it's just her, the maid, and the woman played by Adele Hamel. And her mom periodic- periodically pops in during the movie. And what pursues is a taboo relationship between the two uh, in this beautiful landscape. And it's really a transcending experience. If you haven't watched Portrait, you need to because it's genuinely what would be one of the greatest experiences of your life if you watch it. It's, It's insane. So... I don't want to go too deep into it because throughout the film, it transcends into something much more beautiful as it ends. And by the ending of the film, you're left in tears. I have cried on all five of my watches of portrait. I don't think I cry too often in movies. I say that, but I cry a lot of movies when yeah, I think about dude, it. We've, uh, we've covered this. We, we cry a lot. But uh, yeah. But portrait makes me cry all the time. So let's get into it, Gavin. Uh, yeah. What's your what's your take on portrait? I, you know, when I so when I first saw it, it was one of those movies like 20, 2019. Like if you go back to twenty nineteen, it was just twenty nineteen is one of the best years for movies in in probably movie history. Honestly, like just we were getting banger after banger and like game changer after game changer. Yeah. And even after all that, because Portrait I didn't see until early 2020, Portrait was always, that was just another one that I kept hearing about. Like whenever people would talk about Parasite, Lighthouse, Marriage Story, and then they would also talk about Portrait in the same in the same way. And so I was really hyped to see it. And I saw it and I saw it with a friend. And I forget if he was, I forget if he was quick to give it a 10 out of 10 or if he was just like me, because I gave it a 9 out of 10 at first. Because just like, I hesitate to give films a 10 out of 10 um, for a little bit, but it's a 10 out of 10 for me now. And it's just like, like you don't think it affects you until a few months pass or maybe even like a year passes. And you're like, I'm still thinking about so many shots and, and lines from this movie, you know? I know as soon as I first watched it, I gave it a five out of five. Yeah. See. Uh, it was a film that when I when it ended, I think I wrote this in my review. I literally forgot men existed. Uh, <laughs> I I you know there's bare I don't I think there are a couple clips of men 
narrative beginning and ending on a boat when the lady's coming over and then at ending mm-hmm. in an opera scene uh you, you see glimpses of the men but like honestly there's literally not a line a single man says in this in this movie and it's absolutely insane that it's so well done so well executed with such do we know the budget of portrait how much was the shot on i don't know off the top of my head but i can do, do a quick google search while i talk yeah I and it's it, it it's it surprises me how much Celine Sama was able to do with probably what was so little. Yeah. And every single day, I, I, I'm not even joking, probably at least once a week, I think about how idiotic France is for not making this their forged language pick and yeah. choosing the Roman Polanski movie. Yeah, really. Like, And I am... I'm so crazy. And not even that, but the Caesar Awards, which is like France's version of the Oscars, going yeah. so out of their way to award Roman Polanski and not giving Celine Sama the Best Director Prize. It was just insane. Like, so out of their happened. way. No, it's it's absolutely insane because Celine Sama did something incredible with portraits, something that I've honestly never seen before, something that yeah. really played my emotions in a way I never thought any type of romantic story could. Uh, yeah. It's weird when you see something so sensual, something like a taboo relationship that is portrayed in this light, especially in this time period. Uh, yeah. Like, you, you just aren't aware of how it's going to hit you. And then when it does, you are just absolutely rocked. Because like, even with other period LGBT dramas, I haven't had that same effect that Portrait has left on No, me. not even close. And I think about Portrait all the time. It was my second favorite movie of 2019. I think it was your second favorite movie of 2019. What was your first? Parasite. Uh, Lighthouse. Uh, But yeah, it was, it's truly incredible what Celine Summer was able to achieve. And do we have a, do we have a budget on Portrait? We do. 4.86 million euro. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. No, just like, like look at what was achieved. The cinematography is the, cin- the cinematography, especially like okay. So I I, re- I rewatched it using my Criterion Blu-ray that I have. Yeah. And one of the special features, which I haven't watched yet, but I want to watch. Maybe honestly, I'll watch it today. Is there's an, there's an interview with the cinematographer. Yeah. And I really want to watch that because that like I mean. Portrait is probably like Lighthouse is probably my favorite looking movie of 2019, but Portrait's probably a close second on that on that front. Exactly. Uh, I'd also say it's also something that happens with like all the technical aspects of Portrait, where the editing of it is so incredibly sharp. It like the cuts are so well thought out. I would love to know yeah. how many compositions were not used for portrait because I feel uh-huh. like, especially in like the first act of the movie, you see so many scenes where it's perfectly cut. It's perfectly cut. And I want to know how much was left on the cutting board table just so I could like actually examine. I think this would be just a, such a great film to study to just know yeah. how they made this movie. 100%. Uh, does the Criterion have a director's commentary? Because I also watched it on my Criterion. I don't I think, think I... So. I haven't watched a director's commentary, but I know on my next watch, I think I'm probably going to try to watch the director's commentary. Maybe we should do yeah. that together. That would be fun. Yeah. But Portrait, it's it's the best. It's simply the best. It's uh, 
my yeah, favorite I mean, film. I I think the the aspect that took it from just romantic period piece, like uh, ju- from just technically proficient romantic period piece to this is one of my favorite movies is the way it connects the art form of music to the characters relationships you know exactly because they have that early scene it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie where she's playing the harp the harpsichord and um and she's talking about why this song impact like this song that she's trying to play why it impacts her and she's like describing it as like a storm and then the storm opens up and she's talking about how that song process helps her process emotion and then you go to the ending and i'm not going to spoil the ending but then you see that that explanation come like full circle and it's just like it's i mean i can't even like it's it's just so brilliant it's awesome yeah it's ridiculous and to touch on the ending mm-hmm. that final shot oh my gosh one of, yeah no i can't one of the all-time best in my opinion all-time yeah, best. i completely it's, agree i've never in fact, just the entire final scene, I've never felt so emotionally tense continuously over yeah. each watch of a film uh, during the final scene. The final scene of Portrait is one that always kills me. It kills me mm-hmm. because not only does it show like the perfect range of emotions from sadness to, to love, but it also yeah. shows a lot about each character you know so much about each character just in that shot yeah and despite you already knowing everything about the journey they just went on together yeah exactly everything so well with that final shot of the film it's just so emotionally penetrative because you get to watch the you get to watch a character that you've just been watching for the past two hours and you both are processing what you do like what just happened and you both are going through and like actually like you said you're going through grief and you're going through love and you're going through sadness and it's all happening in like a like how how long is that shot it's like less than a minute but yeah it's Adele Hanel is honestly the most beautiful person to ever exist yeah I mean okay well yeah I'm not I'm sadly sadly it's it's the truth it's it's hard for me to describe but it's she is picturesque and she's in this picturesque movie and it makes me so happy to just watch her act. I could watch her act forever. I want her yeah. in all my movies, Gavin. I want her in all my movies. Yeah, man. That would, that would not be a bad thing. No, not at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else? I. What else is there to say? It's sensational. I mean, there isn't like that's the thing about talking about movies like this, where it's kind of like it's just there's nothing like, really to critique about movie because you just gotta go watch it. I don't, but, yeah, it's everything is done perfectly. Yeah, well, and it's it's and as much as we love talking about movies like that, it's just hard to because it's like yeah. whatever whatever we say, it's just gonna be an agreement. Like, oh, dude, this was perfect. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, if this is your first episode, I promise you. We're not usually like this. Usually I go in on movies and Gavin's like mm-hmm. trying to calm me down. And he's like, Kyle, Jurassic World yeah. Dominion was not that bad. <laughs> I'm usually the one trying to stick up for the movie. Like, dude, it's yeah. hard. Okay. Like, no. chill. Uh, the thing is, Portrait is perfect in my opinion. No, Portrait perfect. is like, it is for lack of a better word. It's like, like that's why 2019 was just a, 
2019 was an anomaly because its portrait is just one of like the many miracles that happened yeah. that year. Like to to make a movie alone, but then to make one like portrait is just it's crazy. That being said, Celine Sama to go from portrait to something like Petit Maman, mm-hmm. that is very shocking because you know I feel like a lot of times when directors make like a magnum opus, something that they're so that was so well received, so well renowned. Yeah, like they a defining moment for them. Yeah, they try to sometimes scale up. So it's I think it speaks a lot to her as a director to go yeah. to something a little bit more quieter, something that she that's just did like the complete opposite of that. Emotionally resonative with emotionally emotionally uh there with you. I I I said the word wrong now. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's emotionally there with you and you're just with it. And that's why I think Petit Maman also struck me. It struck me more yeah. the second time than the first time. And I really want to watch Tomboy. I really want to watch Waterloo's. I really want to watch mm-hmm. Girlhood. I want to explore all of her films because I've only, I've only seen Portrait and um and uh Petit Maman as right same. Now. It's a yeah. you and me. We should do we should do Celine Sama marathon. Yeah, let's do you that. Me. that. That's our next marathon, Gavin. Celine Sama. Yep. We're gonna watch Tom Boy soon. Anyways, yeah. No, so excited, honestly, she seems like because especially because she, I, I'm, I'm sure she would be great at tackling any matter of subjects, but yeah, especially like the specificity of how a female goes about like um, navigating her emotions, and from that, from the female's perspective, she's just, I, I think she stands alone in how, in how she does that. Yeah, and honestly, I am ashamed. I am ashamed as a film fan for not being aware of her prior to portrait yeah prior to portrait me too clearly she was someone who's already making movies that were Mm -hmm. with this type of emotional hook in each movie from for a while now and i I know we were like oh dude we love movies and i but i never heard of it i kind of feel the same way with like a lot of other female directors which is why i i've been trying my hardest you know yeah uh like my letterbox my my lowest stat is female directed movies the top 100 female directed movies and it pays me to see that and i've really been trying my best to go through those trying mm-hmm. to find movies that i think i would really love try to highlight female directors that i think could be someone i could really enjoy so that make films that would emotionally resonate with me and yeah. it's it's difficult for me to to know that there's so many female directors that I just wasn't aware of up until now. And so many female directors that even though I was aware of them, uh, mm-hmm. I just hadn't had a chance to check out their films. Like I think a good example of that is Jane Campion. Uh, yes. Jane Campion. Oh my gosh. Uh, I've only watched three of her movies now, but I've still only seen one. Yeah. You've seen power of the dog. I've seen power yeah. of the dog, the piano and one other. I can't remember right now. But Jane Campion is now one of the directors that I'm so excited to complete her filmography of. Uh, each of their films just has a message to it that's yeah. so unique. And I really do uh, want to tell you guys, explore female directors. They, their, their view on cinema is probably completely different to a lot of the other male directors that we have who, mm-hmm. although are incredible, like my favorite director is still probably uh still probably who, who's my favorite director probably Miyazaki uh yeah it's still and, yeah and uh although Miyazaki is still the goat he 
it's it's hard for me to not deny that there's also just such a a motive behind a comparative nature of his work to any other female director. Yeah, uh, that you no, can of course clearly see in the films that you watch from both of these type of creatives. Yeah, yeah. no, I I completely agree. Like it really hurts me when um like when I just have like especially because. I reached the end of a year and maybe it won't be my first set. Maybe it won't be my first favorite movie, but like with 20, with 2020, you know, like, or 2020, 2019, it was almost every year that we reached the end of, I'm like, Oh, like one, my, one of, one of, or my favorite movie of that year was directed or directed and or written by a woman, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and then for some reason, every year, I just don't put in that extra effort to make that balance even between uh, female and male directors but well i i I don't want to put all the blame on us because i do think it's also an issue with hollywood where it's very very hard for people to break through just like how it is very hard for directors of color to break through um no yeah no there is definitely just there's an imbalance like like it like before it even reaches us like just in the production aspects of things there's definitely a like it's not it's not an equal balance of what's being made out there but i think it also just plays a part that we should try to make the conscious effort to also explore the films of female directors even yeah. if you may not like it uh well yeah because because it, it is a circle it, it's a film it, it's a film you, you, yeah. you you're not you're not gonna like every movie but even if you may not like it still try to support the voice because it's something just like any director even if you may not like the movie whether mm-hmm. it's male or female it's still good to still support the film and yeah, because try if you, to see if, it for if, yourself if you, if you, if you had put a year or a year and a half into making something and actually getting released, you would want people to support you too. You know, it's yeah, not... exactly. Regardless of who you are or where you come from. Yeah. But yeah. So Sleed Sama, the goat, in my opinion, one of the goats, uh, I've yeah. been amazed with the two films I've seen from her so far. I am so excited to watch her other movies, especially Water Lilies. I'm excited to see Adele Hanel in a movie again <laughs> as a lead. Uh, yeah. Rent a girlfriend season two is coming out. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Actually, no. yeah. You know, it's, if you want to, talk, uh, how many? Dude, when was the last time you watched anime? Uh I watched one episode of Spy X Family. There we go. There yeah. We go. But I will be watching anime again soon because Mob Psycho season three comes out. Yeah. Well, next season in, in general fall. is just incredibly stacked. Wait, have you have you been watching anime again? No, I, I want to watch. I'm going to watch Love Is War either today or tomorrow. Um, I never even knew the new season of Kaguya already came out. Love Is War already came out. Yeah, and it finished. Hold up, the new season of Devils of Part Timer came out. No, it comes out uh, later. Oh no, July. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, wait. No, the first episode of Rent a Girlfriend is already on, is already on uh, Crunchyroll. It came out today, oh. July two. Oh my gosh. Wow. You want to watch Rent a Girlfriend season two today? Together? No, I haven't no? seen season one. Oh, you suck. No, dude, I'm not going to watch. I have so many other stuff to watch. I'm not going to watch Rent a Girlfriend, dude. Get your trash taste and all that out of here. I'm not doing that. Okay. By the way, uh, I don't know why we're talking about this on our portrait episode. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's just Stop. the way it is. Yeah. No, because this, the, this, direct, this uh, the director of Rent a Girlfriend, he is uh, not a woman. And oh, true. He is not a woman. <laughs> and I don't think he 
probably knows what women are. All right. Well, you know, not still not a woman, but still current. Have yeah, you seen? Uh, have you seen, have you caught up on Stranger Things? I have. I watched the final two episodes yesterday. Oh, nice, nice. Me too. Yeah. By yeah. the way, guys, next week Emmy predictions. Oh so. God, that's why I got to do research for that. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm just putting Stranger Things in every slot. But no, I'm actually. Uh, I really want to put Sadie Sink in supporting actress, but I'm so worried. I don't think I know that's a big one. That's going to be the yeah. Yeah. Next week is Thor plus Emmy predictions, so that's going to be a crazy episode. That is going to be a crazy episode. Yeah, it's probably going to be a longer one too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. This episode is going to be short. We we don't know how we don't have much to say on portrait. Uh, I thought no, we were going to have a. Sometimes you just have an episode where you just need to recommend a movie that everyone needs to watch. You yeah, know, I thought we were going to have a lot to say, and then like it just ended up being like it's perfect. What what is there to say? They're just getting like it. six episodes at once, so they can they yeah. can ease up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's portrait. Uh, portrait's the greatest movie ever made. It's oh, streaming we, on Hulu. Just do you want to talk about the pregnancy of portrait? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Gavin, what's your what what's your opinion on women's rights? Oh my god! Well, obvious. No. Well, <laughs> like, what do you like? What do you mean? What's my opinion on like like women's rights? Like, do, are you like, misogynistic? Of course. You know, yes. I I, I, I do watch are. American Psycho three times this year. Of course. Yeah, I'm I am. As, as we are, we're we're both Patrick Bateman types. You know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's you know, I mean, it's really unfortunate what's going on right now. I actually, yeah. could, I actually didn't believe it would happen. I thought, I thought when I saw that headline, I thought it was gonna be a joke. Like I thought it was like Onion article level stuff, you know. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I'm not even joking. This is our worst episode. I can't do this anymore. I can't. <laughs> what are we doing? We're talking about anime and and oh and. Movie that's movie. what these kind of things are all about, man. We yeah. No. It's a, it's a podcast. We're just supposed to talk about what we want. Yeah. It's a podcast. I'm so sorry, guys, but thank you for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you for, thank you for everything. You want to just wrap it up? Are you ready? Yeah. Just want to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Did you want to talk about women's rights? Did you actually want to no, talk about it? You're good. No? I was gonna. I was just gonna say it's unfortunate, <laughs> and Portrait does a really good job of communicating, you know, of communicating the struggles of women. So that being said, I also do think. After Portrait, uh, if you want to watch another great film that came out in 2019, 2020, uh, mm-hmm. Never Rarely, Sometimes, Always is yes. also another great. Uh, That's probably like an essential watch for right now. With, yeah. uh, with the concept of abortion, uh, as well as why it's essential for us to be able to have abortion, because in some cases, it can be difficult for people to travel state to state yeah uh, to get an abortion so and if you have the means we don't have a patron but you should donate to your local abortion fund uh yes please do yeah please 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 uh i have donated 50 dollars because i am poor and i wish i could donate more yeah day, i don't uh, have enough to donate. i don't have enough to donate what i would want to donate right now but once i get yeah. some more checks then i'm gonna actually donate the amount that i would love to yeah so. uh same here once i i don't get paid till like next friday so do oh, you get paid, paid bi-weekly yeah oh loser <laughs> i know you get paid weekly yeah oh nice bro i don't get paid weekly i wish i did but yeah. uh 
when I do, especially with the current situation, I will most definitely uh, try to donate to a few more organizations yeah. that support or would like to choose. My, <laughs> I don't want, I'm so sorry. Do you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. The day, that, the day that Roe v. Wade got overturned, Val Deming, she's running for Senator of Florida. Yeah. I got like five emails from her because I'm on her mailing list to donate to her. And I was like, I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Val. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah. But anyways, I still hope she wins because Mark Rubio sucks, but. I don't want yeah, I should say to, that. he needs should, to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Let, let's get this paper. Uh want to wrap it up, Gavin? Yeah, sure. So, you know, we've told we've heard us talk about mainly just portrait, but a lot of other things. And if you want to watch portrait, it's streaming on Hulu. Never really, sometimes always, which we also mentioned, it's streaming on Amazon Prime. So go ahead and check both those out. Um, thank you for watching. And if you want to find me, if you want to find like longer longer length reviews on movies then you go to my instagram at what g said or if you want like a shorter more just like quick like rating of a movie then my letterbox at gavin solander that's about it thank you follow him he has great taste his favorite movie his favorite movie's joker and he's not ashamed to say it i'm my favorite that's not true my favorite movie's not joker no yes it is he as we all know gavin's a misogynist Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. I am. I am one of those guys on TikTok that you hear about. His yeah, top I'm four is one. his top four is American Psycho, Joker, uh, Fight Club, and Wolf of Wall Street. Fight Club, Wolf of Wall Street. Which I do actually have those all at a ten out of ten. So you know, it's whatever. Yeah. Anyway, this this is uh this is not cinema. Anyway, <laughs> I do I do actually have Taxi Driver in my current top four. Oh God. Oh no. Actually, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, if you want good 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 taste, you can follow me. Uh, at KK underscore views. That was a joke, by the way. Gavin actually has impeccable taste. Oh, thank please you, follow. You as well. Please, please follow Gavin. Yeah, uh, know, we have follow... Fast and the Furious at nine out of ten. Impeccable taste. No, go yeah, ahead. no, genuinely, genuinely, Gavin has yeah. peak taste. That's why I asked to be my co-host because who else could mm-hmm. be my co-host? You could have if... done that. You could have asked anybody, and you asked me. No, no, Gavin, Gavin. Yeah, I know because Gavin has peak taste. Anyways, uh, <laughs> follow me on KK underscore views at Instagram and what's my other stuff your letterbox and your youtube kyle flood on youtube there we go because uh, i'm on twitter and letterbox there you go there we go uh, i got it i got it i don't know i'm losing my mind gavin i, I don't have a brain i i'm i'm, I'm lost it I, I'm it's all too... that hillary clinton fan fiction no exactly exactly it's your brain man so so yes uh read rodham by the way rodham is no no don't no yeah by Stop. curtis don't Stein. don't recommend that stuff <laughs> no i should you know what my next book should be i should read donald trump's art of the deal i really disagree with that but all right yeah go off i do want to okay actually i think it'd just be really funny to read like two opposite books of the political spectrum like back to back like read off. Oh yeah. Like I know Hillary Clinton wrote a memoir right after 2016 election called What Happened, like like saying why she lost. Mm-hmm. And I want to read that. But I also really do want to read Donald Trump's RD deal or the RD deal. So I think I should read those two books back to back just to see what would happen. And, yeah, why uh, not? Just to see if I but like do you think Donald Trump will ever make 
a presidential memoir, or do you think he'll only have his business book because he's only written? No, nah, he'll totally book. make a presidential memoir. I hope so because I would love to read that. I would love to hear Donald Trump's own take of how he, of his experience in the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, genuinely. No, Anyways. I know it would. It would on. There would probably be a level of interesting to it. Yeah, but I would. I would be. I would be good. I'm all right. My mom said that she's going to buy me Mark Meadows' memoir for my birthday. And I was like, please don't. I don't want to read it. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> no, she said she was. So we'll see. If she does, I'll update you guys in like four episodes from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, that's it. That's it. That's that's the episode. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I'm so sorry yep. for all the pointless discussion about half of this episode was not about portraits. So. <laughs> it's okay. We can't fill an hour long with portrait talk. It's all right. Yeah. Um. But thank you for listening and thank you for following rate us on spotify or apple if you have the chance Uh, thank you thank you so much we love you uh gavin do we love the people we do always love the people i love the people okay goodbye guys